two, one, two, check, one, two. One, two, Check, one, two. One, two. Yeah, we're This good. is coming out your stereo. Welcome Flat to... Foot 56. I don't know if anyone knows that band, but... I don't know what uh, that is. Okay, cool. Welcome to Gabs, Dave. Uh, welcome. Here yeah, we are. It's like Christmas, huh? The end of Good Beer Week. Well, wrapping up the end of Good Beer Week. You haven't really done anything, though, so you're looking pretty bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I am feeling a million bucks, yeah. I... I can, like, it depends which way you want to look at it, but a really good way to approach Good Beer Week, in some respects, is to not participate that much. Because your bank account goes, hey, buddy, this time last year uh, I was under a bit of stress and uh, I'm feeling pretty good this year. So props to you. Also, I feel great. Yeah, I'm the opposite. Uh, bank account's fine, as fine as it could be. But mm-hmm. health-wise, I, I was, today was a struggle. Let's just that to see I think more than um, uh, increasing the beer consumption, drinking beer every day of the week makes you make bad food decisions yeah and I think that's what screws you I had an awesome vegetable curry the other night oh yeah and that I think that like that sort of like kept the tank a lot of different vegetables a lot of spices a lot of herbs wonderful uh, I think that helped last night I was at the AIBA awards and we're going to speak to Jane the uh, from Two Birds winner of the champion medium medium brewery, brewery which is awesome how um, bloody good but uh, yeah, I was there last night. The food was fucking amazing. Uh, oh man, that kind of who was responsible? Do you know? It was some catering company. Uh, Logan or? Brown, uh, chef from Logan Brown in New Zealand. They do a lot of beer and food stuff. Uh, and Daniel Wilson from Huxtable. Oh mate, who yeah. we, we met earlier at the weekend at an event. Um, and someone did the oh Adriana Zumbo did the oh dessert. okay cool. So they weren't fucking around. Did, was that Tim Tams that he personally designed? No, it was some sort of. Are you delicious sure it thing. was Adriana Zimbo then? <laughs> uh, it was really good though. Oh my awesome. lord! Awesome. Yeah. Um, what are you drinking? Uh, we're drinking the same beer, Dave. Yeah, I wish we knew what it was called. You remember? God no, it's, a it's some chocolatey friend bar from Garage Project. I think they've all got ridiculously long they names. Do, yeah. so we're not even going to try. There's no way it. I could even find it in this guide, is it's there? From Garage Project is a tart friend bar with chocolate. With chocolate, yeah, uh, and it's all there. It's kind of a confusing experience because I don't it, know if I love it. It's but a, it is a pretty dry tart framboise but there's definitely a chocolate element with along with that brings a little bit of like creaminess as well so yeah um it's an odd combination of flavors i don't hate it but it probably won't crack the top 10 this no, weekend I'm not, I'm not gonna rush it. i don't think this is the gab's beer though Mm-mm. it's not the um gab's beer wasn't available at the stall yeah right it's only available on the tank uh on the containers but um I don't know. I reckon it's a pretty good beer to kick off with, though. Yeah, something something light, easy drinking. Uh, now, behind you, Dave, uh, you've already seen it, but you can't see it right now. There is a giant Ferris wheel in the middle of this building. It's pretty amazing. I love. It's the, just striking. Um, the the audacity of putting a, a Ferris wheel in a building. Yeah, um, I mean, amazing. I, I walk past here every day, and I did see it being uh, the deconstructed version of it being shipped into uh, into the building earlier in the week to get yeah. built in the building. Uh, but the other thing I noticed about the setup this year is they're using much more of the upstairs area. Yeah. So, so I guess that sort of indicates, first of all, probably the growth in numbers of the event. Yeah. As well as related to that, the need for more floor space so it's become less of a crush. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty empty at the moment, but it's looking grand though. The grand old building. Um, um, anything else to add? I reckon, I mean, we'll talk to... Just a little bit of a teaser into the next interview, but uh, the pink boots stand it looks pretty striking. It does. There's this giant pink stall in the middle of all these like dark blue sort of drab looking things, and it 
sure catches your eye, but I am certain we'll bring it up with Jane in a few uh, minutes. What's kind of funny is um, we just gravitated to Garage Project. Mm-hmm. Like, but almost unintentionally. No, but so, uh, they've brought it again. Yeah. With a great like, uh, theme. Yeah. yeah, it's but bu- like, beautiful. So their theme is carnival shit, mm-hmm. basically. So it kind of ties in with the, the Ferris wheel and everything. True. But, yeah, like, Garage Project have that fucking... You, it's, it's such a cliche for us to be like, it's, oh, it's, it's it's also project. funny because we've set up at the opposite end from them. But when we went down just to, to get our first beer, we sort of both, without saying any words, agreed that we'd walk to the other end. Probably because we both knew that Garage Project would be set up there. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about them, but yeah. Um, and we, yeah, we ended up with a beer we don't really like. But it's yeah. interesting at least. I can see Jane on her way. All so right, maybe we'll take, take a little quick break. You'll hear some music and then you'll hear Jane. One, two, one, two. Yeah. Jane. Now sounding. Hi. Perfect. That sounds like the voice of a winner. <laughs> Definitely sounds like the voice of a winner. <laughs> Jane, have you won anything recently? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we just picked up a couple of little trophies last night. One of the biggest smile of today, <laughs> I think, so far. <laughs> I think that's what I've probably won. That's, yeah. the, that's the title I've won. <laughs> so, Champion Medium Brewery. Champion Medium Brewery and Best Amber or Dark Ale for our little baby Sunset. So awesome. good. Sunset's like... Almost the forgotten beer of your range. It never gets talked about, right? Oh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, we love it in-house. It's, uh, you know, it's definitely a staff favourite. But, mm. yeah, it probably gets a little bit forgotten. Once a year when it keeps world. collecting silverware, that's when it gets talked about. <laughs> <laughs> it's never done this before, so uh, I'm pretty happy with it at the moment. Excellent. Um, yeah, so tell us how it felt to, to be on stage with your whole crew <laughs> in front of the industry. <laughs> yeah, oh, look, amazing. I mean, uh, obviously, so we picked up, um, three golds, which is probably the most important, most exciting part of it for us. That yep. um, managed to for our core beers, so Golden Sunset and Taco all picked up gold medals, which is just for us such amazing validation of all of the work we've been putting in to try and improve the beers, and, mm. and all about kind of quality and consistency, which are the two things that we've built our brand on. So it's really nice to actually see that that's being reflected in the in the beers, and you know that our peers who we obviously really respect believe that our beers are worthy of gold medals which you know luckily enough as a judge I understand how difficult that is to do yeah, yeah. just for context who are some of the other medium-sized breweries you're up against uh, so the, sh- the I think the shortlist was uh, feral and uh, oh, stockade uh, Stockade are putting out really good beers okay um, tried anything they've gone under the radar I think they're not sending much down here but they sent us some a while ago to sample one. Yeah, yeah I was like they were pretty really solid really with that. Really yeah. impressed. So awesome. it's a, a name to look out for. Yeah, yeah. cool, cool. And obviously, Feral are amazing friends of mine, so uh, it's a little bit bittersweet. But yeah, uh, <laughs> bragging rights yeah. for at least a year. Feral yeah. won enough over yeah. the years. <laughs> Come on. Will from Feral actually told me that he squealed like a uh, like a teenager at a One Direction concert when we won. <laughs> How good, isn't that good? <laughs> um, I'm noticing your your fingernails as well, Jane. I know you're a fan of nail art. Yes. Um, Little tuxedos. Little tuxedos. That's to so go good. With, to go with the outfits yeah. from last night. <laughs> Luke uh, snapped a pic of you guys on stage. You look like the reservoir dogs up there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise how uh, 
good the rest of the crew looked yeah. as well. Like everyone in our team just stepped it up. Yeah, everyone like, brought like it. So pink boot stand as well. Yeah. Nice and bright pink. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. And uh, obviously um, the pink boots goes. I won a gold medal last night as well. Awesome. So super duper. Can't put a foot wrong, eh? Proud yeah. of that. So That's obviously Ali Mack down at White Rabbit just doing super good stuff. Man, she is just killing it. Awesome. Pink Boots, you got a beer at Gab's yes. as well. Yes. What's that one? Uh, so we've got Strawberries and Cream Ale. Uh, so it's a bit of a funky one. Um, strawberry puree, bit of lactose to give us that little bit of sort of sweetness and uh, and then nitro, so you get that kind of creamy. Uh, so sounds nitro awesome I, I, I hope that that's what's going on. I need to go down and try it. But yes, yeah. let's go with yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're listening to this, it's too late. Yeah. This will be out. So yeah. <laughs> You can't go down and rush and try it. Yeah. You'll just um, complain to us going, no, guys, it wasn't <laughs> on Nitro. You're lying to us again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you got on for the rest of the weekend? Just enjoying gabs? Drinking beer, I think, right. probably. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hadn't been intended to come in here today. And then I was like, I can't do any work because I'm too excited. So I guess I'm just going to go to gabs and drink beer. That's a, a good way to do it. Yeah. So yeah. the brewery is just being left. Yeah to its own devices. It is empty. <laughs> <laughs> I gave everyone the day off. It felt like Bob Hawke. It was like, uh, you know, the day after America's Cup. So. Joy. Can we in the festival? Uh, the two birds? I've got a two birds beer yeah, in yeah. it. Oh, so yeah. uh, we've got jam donut. So Belgian blonde ale uh, with cinnamon and raspberry. So Yum. 7%? About that. Yep. So Higher than, is that your highest ABV beer? No. Oh, what have you done? Uh, other ones. Okay. <laughs> 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 so I, think, I think last time we spoke, it might have been not for anything, but you mentioned like you got criticised. All your beers are about five percent. People yeah. were sort of saying it's a bad thing. So yeah, I know. But if you if they're really good beers yeah. that are yeah, uh, right. four point four to five point two, then uh, you know. It's not a bad thing, right? It's not a bad thing. <laughs> I think most people just want a brewery that continually do exactly what they want at yes. all times yeah. telepathically. So <laughs> if you can't keep up with that, not quite good enough. <laughs> it's like never good enough. <laughs> just mention the uh, the trophies when yeah. people point yeah, that exactly. out. Yeah, yeah. Well, they went home with uh, with Chev last night, so uh, I'm hoping they make it back again right. at some stage today. So. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Anything you want to add? Not at all. Thank you we'll very much. We'll let you get back to the festivities yeah, there. Yeah, go soak yeah. it up and enjoy it. Enjoy Thank yourself. You. Thanks so much for joining Congratulations us. Congratulations again. Appreciate it. Nice timing. <laughs> all right. Hello. Is that better? Yes. All right. So we've gone from someone who's pretty established in the form of Jane from Two Birds yep. to someone who's fairly new on the scene, Duncan from Hop Nation. Duncan, how's it going? Not too bad. Not too bad. First time at Gab's as a contributor or a, a brewer, basically? Yeah, this is our uh, first year at Gab's. Um, we're, like we were talking about before, we're setting up a brewery over in Footscray. We've been contract brewing for the last just about a year now. Um, yeah. Cool. And you've got a, a beer as part of the festival, the Kalash. Yeah, we've got the Kalash, which is short for Kalashnikov, yep. the AK. It's um, a 10% barrel-aged um, Russian Imperial Stout with a little bit of uh, lactose in there and a big dry hopping. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty ambitious beer for a brewery that's coming. <laughs> 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 what sort of barrels did you use? We used 500-litre uh, punch um, all French oak, um, 
and all older oak, so we didn't use any new oak in it. Cool. So you guys are winemakers, is that accurate? Yeah, we're yeah, both, cool. both from winemaking backgrounds. Both Sam and I have been winemaking for the last 10 years all around the world. Um, and I guess through that experience, we've got to taste beers from everywhere, from, you know, Oregon to Germany to France. and Awesome. Does that get you some access to some good barrels from contacts you've made around the place? Oh, yeah. The grin right. on your face is <laughs> it all right. <laughs> um, I... I think yeah, I've tried a couple of your beers, and I tried the Sturm. Was it the Sturm? Yep, the Sturm. Uh, which is a blend of beer and Riesling. Is that accurate? Yeah, so we did a collaboration with Jamsheed Wines. Um, they gave us 100 litres of Riesling from their Garden Gully Vineyard in the Pyrenees. Um, and we let that start wildly fermenting. And then we added that to the wort and let the wild yeast from the vineyard ferment out the beer. So it's sort of... I don't know what you call it, like a harvest ale or a farmhouse style ale. Yeah. But with a little bit of tartness from the Riesling juice. It sounds pretty mm. fun. I really enjoyed it. Nice. Um, I had it on tab at Slow Beer and I was pretty fucking happy. Um, <laughs> really, really good beer. And I've heard nothing but positive comments. And it kind of, I think you guys, you've been around for a, if, almost a yeah, year Yeah, how long has it been, Contract Brewing? Yeah, basically we started after Gab's last year. Oh, okay. That was our first brewery, did it Hawker's, and that was after Gab's last year. So the... Um, yeah, I like the fact that um, that beer kind of put you on so many people's maps. I was like seeing social media were like, man, these guys have come out with something really interesting and, and delicious. So Yeah, uh, yeah so we've got a, a core range of three beers. We've got Damned, which is a Pilsner, all Kiwi hops and a little bit of dry hop. And then we've got the Buzz, which is an American red ale, super hoppy and nice and red. And then the Fiend, which is the first beer that we came out with, which was an Australian IPA, so more sessionable style of the, yep. the IPA spectrum, all Australian hops. Oh, awesome. Yeah. How's the stress of getting a brewery up and running? <laughs> Shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We've been working. Well, both both Sam and I still work full-time jobs. Yeah. And we spend the nights in the brewery, and we've done a lot of the work ourselves, cutting holes in floors with drop saws, piping stuff, doing a lot of the stuff ourselves and getting contractors and mates in, paying with beer and, you know, getting stuff done. And so, yeah, there's been a lot of sleepless nights. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like Footscray is really carving out its own little beer and uh, just craft product community out there. It's um, pretty exciting to be a part of, I reckon. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a really good spot. When we're looking around town, we, because I got the brewery secondhand from Sawmill in Lee, north of Auckland. So I went over there, decommissioned it, put it in containers, took it over um, to Australia, but um, we had like a bit of time to search around because they were still brewing on the equipment and we'd bought it. So we looked at all sorts of suburbs and like Every time, pros and cons, Footscray was the best. It's wow. up and coming. Yeah. There's a vibrant scene there. Luke lives there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so have you guys finalised on a site yet? Yeah, we've got a site. Awesome. So it's um, on Whitehall Street. Well, there's a little street called Yearl Street off Whitehall Street, not far from the Reverence Hotel or the Lonely Planet building. Cool. Super close there. So it's an awesome part of the world. I wanted yeah. to, to do a little pop-up. There's like this amazing... Um, Theater, outdoor theater thing along the uh, along the river there. And I'd love yeah. to do a pop up, a beer pop up in there. Like it's yeah. just such a beautiful. It's a good spot. And the warehouse we've got, it was built in the 1880s, and it's beautiful old, like super old brick. Wow. Beautiful on the inside. The outside, the like developers came and stuccoed over it because they're dicks. But <laughs> <laughs> the inside's like it's stunning. It's beautiful. That's uh, awesome. Are you a Kiwi? Yeah. Cool. Where about <laughs> from? I'm from a small town called Gore. In the I know South. Gore. <laughs> I know the reputation of Gore. We won't go into that. Um, <laughs> Don't need to go into that. <laughs> when do we expect that uh, the Footscray Brewhouse will be uh, putting beers out? So we'll be brewing in four weeks' time. 
Um, and we've got plans for a bit of a tap room, so we hope to oh, open cool. that up pretty soon after. Or if not the same time, it depends. We're just waiting on a few council things to come through. Are you going to be packaging from on site straight away? Packaging, yep. We've got a little bottling line coming over from New Zealand. We've got a keg washer, which we've bought locally, and then all our barrel. What size packaging are you going for? Oh, 375. So the same as we do now. So cool. Yeah, 375ml bottles, you beauty. cases. We want to get into canning, but we just want to... I don't know, ease into you it. You've got to get some volume yeah. for that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it sounds pretty fun. It sounds like the uh, Western side has got a few good things to look forward to. Definitely. As if they already haven't got some riches available. But uh, well, that's yeah, awesome. Unintentionally, we've just spoken, as I said, to Jane from, from Two Birds. Um, and she is out in Spotswood, not too far from, from you Let's guys. Let's keep so it a theme today. Only <laughs> West Side people. <laughs> I don't know get who else is around. Get, get the guys from uh, West City Brewing. Yeah, West, West City, City Brewing, too, right? We'll get Shane from Up in Smoke to have a chat to us. Uh, Cavalier, they'll be around. Actually, yeah, the West is going pretty well these days. All right, yeah. Um, anything you want to add about Gabs or anything like that? Well, no, this is our first experience, but I think it's it's obviously one of the best beer festivals in the world, and Australia is super lucky to have it, and we're lucky to be able to showcase our beers here and be part of something that's this awesome. Mm, absolutely. Good fun. Well, I hope you enjoy yourself this weekend, and we're looking forward to seeing your stuff coming out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm going to work my way up to your beer, though. Uh, <laughs> This goes might be a tough one to jump out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this time of the day. Maybe last last yeah. thing on Saturday night. I reckon <laughs> I might try it on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> yeah. it's a, maybe the, it's yeah. quite like coffeeish and chocolate. Like, oh, okay. You know? All right, okay. I can see what you're going 10%. with there. All right, yeah. see how that goes. Okay. <laughs> it's like you know the shot in your coffee in the morning. Perfect. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, and yeah, right. uh, yeah good luck for the rest of Enjoy yourself. Cheers. Is that lawn bowls over there? Yeah. Uh, no, it's some sort of cricket thing. It's cricketers' arms. Yeah, it's lawn bowls, though. Lawn oh, bowls, really? Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Surely cricket doesn't make any sense on the top level of an event. There'd be a yeah. slog sweep over the fence Ooh, for yeah. sure. I'm really yeah. interested now. I was thinking <laughs> I want to go play, play whatever cricket yeah. thing is. Nah, it's lawn bowls. How off-brand? Cricketers' arms. Yeah, right. Lawn bowls. <laughs> All right. Slipped and missed. Um, right. We're sort of getting off track a little bit, eh? Now, you've probably got the most famous beer of the festival so far. Yeah, I've been on I'm TV. a little bit annoyed that we grabbed him this early. I'm sure he would have got a lot of feedback if we talked to him later on. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So, have you had anything yet? I haven't had anyone t- uh, taste it until well, I've had one person actually. We so. should have been more organised and, and got one. Yeah, we uh, should have. Oh well, we can do it later re- 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 yeah. retroactively. Um, but your beer has gone around the world in terms of I saw. Uh, Did we introduce him yet? Oh, Bowser from Seven Seven. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. That's yeah. All right, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, repeat guest. Yeah, uh, but we like spoke before at the showcase. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, it's uh, been on American TV. Yeah, it was actually on American TV last night slash this morning again. Right. Uh, we actually air freighted a couple of bottles over and they tasted it live on TV. Amazing. So what show was that on? Like uh, what? live with Kelly and Michael, I think it is. Cool. Yeah, in, in New how, York. So, how yeah. fun though. Yeah. So, are you getting um? Bloody Al Capone starting up. Yeah. Are you getting just requests to talk about it frequently now? Uh, it was really big for a couple of weeks. Uh, it's slowing down a bit, but there's still every couple of days, like, a uh, phone call. I think Doug was talking to maybe 3AW Perth or something a couple of days ago. So it's, it's still still happening. And because it went on TV in America this morning, we had a bunch of emails come through overnight. How can I get your beer in America? Send, send bottles over. That's so like funny. That, so. There's been a lot of... Uh, Mixed opinions about, um, and I've seen people talk about, you know, gimmick beers are a yeah. bad for the industry. What do you think about that? 
Yeah, you, well, you just brewed a, a very gimmicky beer. <laughs> it, it is, and it was something that I guess we didn't really think through when we made it. So for us, it was yes, it's a gimmicky beer, but it was a sort of an experiment and something that we liked to play with. So when we were making it, it wasn't like foremost in our mind that this is going to go around the world and be a huge, um, huge publicity stunt or anything like that. So. Yeah, well, if you planned it, you'd do it three times a year, wouldn't you, for sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I can understand why people are saying, oh, gimmicky beers, it's um, uh, it's a bit over the top. And uh, some people are saying, oh, we've got to stop doing gimmicky beers and concentrate it's on... bad for the industry kind of... A, yeah, that kind of thing. But I, when I've talked to a lot of other brewers um, around, uh, local brewers particularly, they've been really supportive and uh, really love the publicity it's, it's getting. And if one out of ten people who hear about seven cent belly button beer then try some of our other stuff then it's then that's a positive so yeah, of course it is it's, it's also for a festival yeah like it like it's a festival full of ridiculous beers exactly right? when people like i think people in australia understand that when other people around um hear about it and then i've had people sort of say well it's actually for gabs which have you have a look at what is on the list it's there's a lot of or even what the directive beers. is to make the beers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like to even get on the list these days because there's limited spots. It's you have to be getting out there doing something really interesting to be able to do the beer. So with all the publicity around it, though, do you think there's a risk that your brand becomes associated with with that gimmick? Though, I I think that um, it it has some potential of that, particularly in it's probably to. Not our market, though. Like, yeah. I think the people in our market space, where we're sort of way at one end of the spectrum on the um, the craft beer sort of spectrum, I don't think they sort of will lose faith in it because they understand the rest of the beers we make. They understand the, the fun involved with it. So yeah, yeah. Um, I still don't know if I want to try it or not, but mate, <laughs> give it a go. I probably will. Yeah, I've, had, go. I've had three or four texts or emails in the last couple of weeks saying. What are your recommendations for Gabs to try, except for the belly button beer? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sort of had to reply, first of all, going, if you're asking for recommendations of Gabs beers, maybe you don't understand how the festival works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but try the belly button beer. Yeah. It'll be good fun. Yeah. Well, I had it just before, and I quite enjoyed it. It's a very... Uh, it's probably one of the most approachable seven cent beers. It's like a 4.5% Belgian wit, right? Yeah, exactly, so. exactly. So as far as a beer goes, it's not something that we would normally brew except for the fact that it's got belly button yeast in it. So um, it's, yeah, I think it's really nice. It's, it's got a fair bit of um, New World hops in it and quite a bit of uh, orange zest and uh, coriander. So it's got a little bit of a punchiness from that. But yeah. I, um, I categorized the beers for the yep. festival, full disclosure. Um, and me and Steve had a bit of an argument over where to put, if your beer was easy drinking or more challenging. Yeah. Why would not, uh, I said why more would challenging. It, why? Because belly button yeast. Who cares? That. But he said, nah, it's easy drinking. I'm like, all right. Steve, like, totally I don't bad. know what we settled on. He probably won though, knowing, no, knowing. No, it's right now. And more challenging. Oh, did it land in more challenging? Five, uh, number five. More moderately challenging. Okay, moderately so we, we split the difference. Because <laughs> yeah. when I looked at it, I was like, because I actually put it down as uh, more challenging just from the concept because it's, so many people said, no, that's disgusting, that's yeah, gross, yeah. but then yeah, people I guess are like, want to try minds it. So. May think about it as easy are, drinking. Yeah. Also, I can tell you every beer which I've miscategorized in there as well. So if you look at any beers and go, I don't know why that one's yep. easy drinking, I, yep. know, I know it's wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so belly button beer aside, more importantly, last that we checked up on the 7 Cent family, 
uh, there were a few developments. Yep. Oh, yeah. Give us an update. Yep. So my wife had a baby seven, just over seven weeks ago. Bloody brilliant. Congratulations. Cheers. And how's that treating you? Oh, it's amazing. I, lo I love it. I had six weeks off my day job and did less of the brewery stuff as well and spent heaps of time with her. It's been great. She's actually here at the festival today. So her first beer festival, seven weeks old. Wonderful. So Off to a strong start. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Doug's wife had a baby two and a half weeks ago, I think wow. it is. Wow, so congratulations to Doug. Doug. Yeah. yeah, so it's uh, big changes at Seven Cent Brewery. So, yeah. That's fabulous though. It's, uh, it's always good. Good to yeah. see, um, yeah, families yeah. growing. It's also the, the beer industry growing. Good yes. to see that both spouses were uh, considerate enough to have them out of Good Beer Week. So. Yeah. yeah, well, it was pretty close. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and Doug's wife, Kaya, and their baby will be here today as well. So oh, that's such good big news. Big family event. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> Gab's bringing families together. Outside Gab's, how's Good Beer Week been for you guys? Uh, it's been great. Like, um, we tried not to overcommit with too many events this year, knowing that we're having of course, kids on yeah. the way and stuff like that. But, um, we had a great time at the Valley Cellar Door for our All Things More Awesome event. I heard really good things about that yeah, one. Yeah, so yeah. And everyone who sort of went last year said, oh, I want more. T I want to go again next year. And then all the people this year were like, that's number one on my list for next year. So, so good. Awesome. Yeah. That's great to hear, right? Had great fun. Like, it's just a relaxed and fun event. Everyone get to talk to everyone. Just, yeah, it's good. So. Awesome. And I uh, had Sourfest on Wednesday, and that was... Yeah, a bit of fun. Uh, good spectrum of uh, Australian sour beers. Like, it wasn't all Berliner Weisses. No, it was, no. There was a, a good variety. Three Ravens had, like, an old brown, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, old oh, brown. Okay. There was Whiz Fizz, but dry hopped, like, heavily dry hopped. Ours That's was pretty a, interesting, yeah. yeah was, what was yours? So ours was an uh, apricot golden sour, which we made with the dregs of Cantillon, Trois Fontaines, Spoon, and... Yeah, it was about that. So How did that go? Yeah, it was really, like, the nose was just massive funk, like that real, yeah, awesome. real Brett funk going on. Um, we put apricots in it from our trees at the brewery, straight in, so there might be a bit of wild yeast in there as well, and a bit of good, a little bit of tartness, just just a nice amount of tartness, but real funk, so. I so is there going to be any of that around first? It was a 20-litre keg for the event, but we've, it's basically the way we've been stepping up the yeast. So we made that beer, we now have a pitchable quantity to do a couple of barrels, a barrel or two, and uh, hopefully that will be out in about a year's time once it's sort of awesome. does its thing. thing. Yeah, yep. fantastic. It's good hearing people that are sort of playing the long game with, with yeah. sours and barrels. Yeah. That's it's the way it's got to be done, eh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, now I'm conscious you have to go talk at a talk because I scheduled I you in. Yes. Um, so we won't talk you out yeah, before okay. you get there. Um, but thanks so much for coming along. As usual, no we love having you on. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I look forward to hearing feedback on the beer. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to talk to some people who've actually tried it, like as random punters. It's, it's going to be good. Yeah, so. it will be good. I hope your daughter enjoys her first beer festival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. All right, welcome back. Dave's gone and hustled us a pretty great guest. There's a yeah. microphone for him. Is it on? Yes, it is on. Am I All on? right, you beauty. All right, so we've got Will from Feral. Will, how's it going? Good, good. Now, uh, we just had uh, another brewer throwing shade at you guys in the form of Jane gloating yeah. about ah. her she win. Like, there were three nominations for Champion Medium Brewery. One of them won. I know who it is. Yeah, so. It couldn't have gone to a more disgusting person. <laughs> um, I, I hate Jane with a passion. 
Um, we've been enemies for a while. It's crazy, she was saying the exact same thing. Yeah, as good, well, so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no. I imagine yeah. since last night you've been working out how to dial in the beer. So next year, no, no, I'll just, right I'm just gonna end her. Like, oh, okay. that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's eliminate her and easy. Yeah, okay. Going right for the right for the jugular. <laughs> yeah. Now let's talk about um, Feral's barrels because we're drinking two of the same beer, Dave and I. Yep. But they're done in different barrels. Yes. So what's the, what's the idea behind that? So uh, Steve uh, and Guy came up to us uh, last year and just said, we want to do this project with one beer in five different barrels. Uh, do you want to do it? And immediately, you know, we said, yes, it's what we'd love to do. Yeah. Um, we were expecting a, uh, a built-to pass uh, for our barrel room out in Swan Valley um, round about last year, but it actually got rejected. Uh, right. Which uh, made things go a little bit more pear shaped than um, we expected. But Why did they get rejected? They didn't like the height. And right. if you've been out to the valley, uh, you're not ruining anyone's views. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? This valley certain like is there just heaps of views? Or well, we're on an 11 acre block. I, just, right. I, I hate to interrupt, but someone just came past swinging hula hoops, and she looked at me as if we were doing something weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Anyway, let's get back to it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so... Uh, Sorry, hang on. I, I need to just expand on that. She's also not wearing, like, normal clothes. No, she's no, like she's performing. She looks like a pineapple. Yeah. And she just gave me a... What are those guys doing? Gabs, anyway. huh? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Swine Valley's awful. Go on. Yeah, uh, yeah so it uh, got rejected uh, and and put behind for our for our height that we were after, which is just H insane. How far... Like, how much by? Oh, uh, well, we wanted a 15-metre high shed, so we can actually stack up some serious barrels. Um, that was just immediately rejected by because it doesn't fit in with... Swan Valley or whatever their excuse was um, so for us to resubmit we're just going to wait a little bit um, hopefully they can change their mind or something else can change so we can a yeah kind of a thing yeah don't understand it if you come out to the valley you can see that we're you know 11 acre blocks pretty flat we're not killing anyone's views and we're not making anything different to anyone else that has out there so I don't know what maybe we need decision. to line someone's yeah. pocket or something or <laughs> however cancels work <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, we do have a, a barrel room, but we're actually doing uh, all of our watermelon warhead, uh, Funk and Fresh, um, and Funky Junkie out of there. So there's yep. a lot of Brettanomyces within that um, shed. Awesome. So we still had to age this beer in there, as well as our sea tainer. Um, so it was a lot of shifting, a lot of, I don't know, it was just a, a lot of work to get what we have in a keg now, uh, compared to if we actually had our barrel room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you told me which one I had, Dave, and I can't remember. French, French oak, French you joke, yeah. Have you, you? I'm guessing you've tasted them all, Will. Yep. What are you? What's your favourite? My favourite, oh, I reckon the Lark uh, barrels, of awesome. the Lark whiskey so ones. It's a Belgian style. Yeah, beer, Belgian basically. style gold nail. Yep. Uh, we wanted something a little bit more complex than just a straightforward neutral uh, yep. ale. Yeah. Um, threw a bit of Amarillo for Lake Kettle as well, just to give it some some form of uh, you know aromatics on there and a little bit of complexity. A switcheroo for a little taste. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, just left it up to the barrel. So we didn't want it to be too over the top, um, but, uh, you know, too much that it would kind of affect how you're actually tasting the yeah. barrel effect from it. Um, but, yeah, light enough so it's it's still going to be drinkable by itself. It's really interesting. The difference is, I just tasted your one, Dave. Yeah. What's the, the one again? The Chardonnay, Chardonnay, that's the one, yeah. Um, and I get the oak right at the back of the palate, whereas that one, the oak's up front. Right yeah, at the front, right on yeah. yeah. It's really interesting. Uh, but also like with more. these two particular barrels... They're not uh, stark differences, but they're just little nuances that yeah. Uh, yeah. little flavors come up in different places. It's pretty interesting. I think it's a good idea 
Uh, it's a good one to go to probably and get a few bunch of yeah, t- tasters and do uh, some uh, comparisons. On. Yeah. Um, so you like the whiskey one you said? Yeah, like, uh, I mean, that, they were the hardest barrels to work with because uh, they were fairly dehydrated. Yeah. Um, and to actually rehydrate... What, what does that mean? Uh, the, well, it wouldn't actually hold liquid. Right. So if we actually filled it up with beer, it would have uh, leaked out everywhere. Yeah, cool. Um, I think Rodenbach was saying they always have to keep their barrels yeah. full or their photos full, right? So is that the same concept? Yeah, well, it's actually just getting it over through logistics. I mean, yeah. it's a fair way. And obviously going across the Nullarbor is pretty pretty warm we call that mm. the pasteurizer uh, if you don't <laughs> refrigerate your beer um yeah so when we got them they, they did actually look pretty pretty average yeah. um so swelling them up you'd rather use uh uv sterile water from the inside and actually let it swell but that would have taken away from the actual flavor yeah so set up this little contraption of uh, our one of our spheres with a spray ball hooked up to a uv sterile water source and then for like a couple of days just sprinkled water for eight hours over the top and tried to swell it from the outside in yeah right so and it worked yeah it did um didn't lose too much character uh no no still held it um it was uh yeah it was just a long process and it was pretty bloody stupid looking and yeah whatever yeah <laughs> i didn't kind of expect that to uh to happen but it's one of those things and they still leaked um a lot when we uh put beer into right, them but yeah. if we swelled them from the inside out they would have lost too much flavor Man, there's a, a world of barrel stuff that I don't know. Are you guys kind of learning that as you go? or you've, What's your yeah, background? Yeah, we've been doing a lot of barrel stuff uh, early on. So I think our first barrel beer was probably, uh, it was would have been Funky Junky. I remember I had Funky Dark Junky Funk. years ago. Yeah, it's probably about six, seven years old. Yeah. So from where we were back then to where we are now, we've learned so much. And you can only kind of learn it by your practices. Mm. Um, to start off with, we were throwing out 30 to 50% of our, our barrel beer just because how we pre-treated that barrel, yep. uh, how we were fermenting in them and what we were doing if we are going to re-pitch into them. Um, yeah, we wasted a lot of money and a lot of time uh, in doing it. We've kind of got our processes down, so we're, we're reusing barrels that R&D, we've had. R&D, you can yeah. call it R&D. Yeah. Um, how did you sell Funky Junky all those years ago? Uh, well, we just put it out there. Around, was no, it? there wasn't much at all. It was something. I mean, throughout Ferrell's beer, we just make things that we like to drink. We don't pick someone and go, okay, we're making it for that market. Um, so we just kind of put it out there, and if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. It's pretty pretty simple. Someone's <laughs> lost Jenga, I think. Yeah. Um, barrel fermented hog uh, yep. is probably it's dear to. I think we'd call it dear to our hearts. Yeah, it's become I one think, of our favourite yeah. beers, and I, I, I think. When I first tried it, I didn't like it. Um, but these days, I don't know if it's whether I've changed or, or whatever, but I'm noticing it's just so like integrated with the beer, the Oaks beer, but not dominant. It's like, it ends up being kind of a vanilla, orangey, just deliciousness. Yeah. So is that would that have changed with your processes? Yeah, for sure. So a lot of the time we, uh, so starting off, new French oak barrels, uh, 100% of the time, uh, fermented in there, We'd get a lot of oak out of it to start off with and then uh, blend back with some regular hop hog to get our balance for oh, okay, it. Right. Uh, we actually went to using oak chips because we couldn't get hold of barrels. Yeah. Um, and also we actually got an infection in one oh, batch right. of barrels. So you're thinking 1500 bucks a barrel, uh, you've got four barrels that are ticking away and um, they get infected and you've got to turf it. Yeah, it became hell. a very expensive uh, uh, exercise. Yeah. Um, so try to chips. Um, not too long ago, well, a couple of years ago, and um, kind of sit in between chips and barrels. Yeah. In between that now, um, it's better for the beer as a whole. Being a you know a hoppy beer, mm. or 
the worst thing for it is actually oxygen. So barrels breathe a lot. Yeah. Uh, we're fine. We're actually getting slightly oxidised beer before we're actually processing it to, to stainless steel. Um, so finding chips are working for us quite well. Uh, but it's all about that blending between barrels and, and, and chips as well. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So how long have you been with Feral? You've been there a while? Yeah, eight years cool. now. And is that... So you, what's your background? How did you get into brewing? Uh, I lived just down the road. Okay. Uh, so that was... <laughs> what's your background? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I, uh, I lived uh, 100 metres from a liquor store. So I, I was actually stocking shelves of beer when I was 14. Um, worked at liquor stores after school. Really wanted to do brewing when I left school, but didn't know the outlet and, or where to study it. Mm. Um, and we, like, we had horrible um, guidance counsellors that just said, I don't know, do science. <laughs> Jesus. And just thinking that, <laughs> yeah, uh, that <laughs> if we did science, then that, that equals beer. And, you know, being a young guy saying to your guidance counsellor, oh, I want to be a brewer, they're like, yeah, very funny. Yeah, good one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go get a trade. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, proved her wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah sorry, uh, from there. Um, oh, right, yeah. Yeah, drank, drank at uh, Feral when they first opened a lot, got to know him quite well. Um, I actually started off selling beer for Feral. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, as a rep, and I was really shit. <laughs> you can acknowledge you. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I wanted to get into the brew house, and, and that was kind of what I thought a stepping stone into the company. And um, it was the early days. We were getting it made at uh, contract somewhere in New South Wales. Yeah, right. Yeah, it wasn't probably the greatest product of or representation of white at the time. Uh, but yeah, just got out there and tried to sell and got fired within three months. But luckily, in the same time, the uh, system brewer left. Um, and then that and you position went, opened up. On, give us a go. So you, you can't have been that bad if they then let you back into yeah, the company, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, a forgiving guy, I guess. It's funny. Get old Brent. Yep. Yeah. So you, uh, what's your title within Feral then? Um, I'm product development one? these oh, days. So um, yeah, obviously we have a, a small brew house out in the valleys with a restaurant attached. So that's a 12 hectolitre brew yep. uh, brew pub. Yeah. Um, so obviously learnt there, um, and then we uh, got our production plant. Um, was it three years ago? Um, so worked out there for two years, maybe four years ago. Worked out there for two years um, with the crew, and going back to the valley. And actually, we got sixteen taps um, to fill, and to go back from both with yeah, only yeah. myself and Brendan still brewing, it was uh, a bit of a challenge. Um, and I actually preferred that that uh, that productive side of things, and you know product development I'd, that's what I more enjoy than um, than production brewing yeah awesome so yeah the Brendan, more fun stuff right yeah <laughs> Brendan actually just said you just be where you want to be and um, we'll support it if it's good uh, make what you want if it's good we'll make it again if it's not we won't awesome yeah so it's, it's got to be pretty good to have so freedom, good, right? yeah it's amazing yeah really good there's a lot of brewers that would kill for my job and uh, you know there's brewers that work for a company that the guy that owns it isn't actually a brewer and doesn't yeah. understand that side. But the fact that Brendan is an owner and a brewer, he just knows that it's, you know, you can't put a price on quality or, or flavour. He also just loves beer as well, right? And yeah, like, he, he, well, you can see him. He, he loves it. Yeah, he's, he's rotund. He loves beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched him put up a banner after an event um, at the Cryo Malt Trade Hump trade hub him and John Mallet from Bells uh, yeah, were flailing around trying to put up this giant banner after a few beers it's hilarious to watch two of the world's most talented brewers like 
<laughs> I reckon uh, a third pair of hands wouldn't have gone astray either. Nah. Yeah, just sit back too many cooks. Too many cooks. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I had to say this one to find in my yeah. hand. I wasn't putting that down. Hey, you guys have got this. <laughs> <laughs> They've got way more skills than I do. Yeah, um, yeah awesome. Anything else you want to Yeah, ask I reckon about? we'll ask about the Feral Festival beer, right? Eh? Oh, yeah. Festival beer. So, about that. Yeah, so I wanted to do this beer last year. Um, and if you recall last year, we didn't actually have a Gab's beer. Yeah, right. You had a stand, yeah, that's but no right. beer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I um, had an idea for uh, Bread IPA. I always wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, and was going through with it because we always have a bit of Brett uh, in barrels and just wanted to uh, blend it out with some young Brett, which mm. this beer is, and then dry hop uh, with Mosaic, Simcoe, Galaxy, and Citra. Awesome. And um, I got a call from Bren, who was with Steve, our, uh, our sales manager, and they probably had a few too many uh, in Sydney together, and they're like, all right, let's do a Eurovision train wreck. Uh, what do you mean? Just that. And, <laughs> and hung up. Call ended. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right, what do you want? Thanks, boss. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, I don't know, make it train wrecky. So went for a, uh, a black uh, kettle sour gosa. Okay, sure. And uh, something else got into that kettle. Uh, while we're getting our sounders done in the uh, 24 hours that it had a bit of grain in there and um, it's pretty much a train wreck. Right. Went, it went straight down the drain. Would you, <laughs> would you describe it as just like a cat? Is that how you Oh, this new one? Yeah, okay. New one's just like a cat, yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that what... Uh, yeah, got usually I write those things. Um, well, uh, we had a beer which is now known as Warhog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was one of the first beers I actually got to make awesome. um, moving back Going into... Going into soon, I hear as well. Is that accurate? Yes, probably going to be our first thing in cans that we actually ambitious push out yeah yeah, yeah it's a style we love and you know it's a beer i really wanted to make um so i guess in. people that don't know it that's a double ipa yeah uh, it's an ipa no one that listens IPA. to this show doesn't know what that beer is i don't know yeah we have uh, international listeners dave don't underestimate our, our audience <laughs> they know about warhog get so in touch if you don't <laughs> and I'll, I'll eat my hat yeah so its previous name was actually cat ipa yeah right and i I live in an apartment, and I'm not going to make an excuse. I just like cats. Like I, so we're all, hey. We all have cats here. That's okay. We're, we're, we're cat fans. Yeah. I just like cats, and it just seems to be a bit of a, a hindrance or someone will give you shit about it, especially on Xbox Live if I'm playing a bit of... What uh, is your gamer tag that says cat is your cat? Go yeah. on, I want to hear X, all about X, it. Cat fan. Yeah. X, X. I might have been that guy that gave you shit about yeah. it. Uh, yeah, the, are you the, guy, the same guy that banged my mum? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's everyone on Xbox Live, right? Yeah. Seems to be a recurring. But, I um, think I told you to sell your Xbox because it just wasn't worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it came out and yeah. just what the first name that came to mind was Cat RPA because there's a shitload of Simcoe in there. So what's the descriptor of Simcoe? Quite catty yeah. and, and dank. So yeah, yeah, Cat RPA quite sat well with uh, what that beer was. But obviously, going into marketing, having a beer called Cat IPA was not not exactly marketable, <laughs> according to uh, that do- side of it. Dog IPA, there's fucking hundreds of dog-related IPAs. Yeah. But yeah. But so cats are more found in breweries. Like breweries have cats to keep yeah. rats out, right? Mainly feral cats too. Yeah. We've actually got a couple out there. I'm pretty shit though. Um, They're rubbish, are they? <laughs> <laughs> They're alright. <laughs> You need to get better cats. Yeah, no, my cat at home's good. He's a uh, shout out to uh, Professor Ruckus if he's listening. That's a good cat. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Oh, he's an asshole, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. when well, he's a cat. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is a, yeah, Brett IPA, 100% fermented with Brett? Yep. 
Awesome. Uh, and it's a six-month Brett uh, mixed with a bit of one-month Brett. So I want cool. young and old, a little bit of acidity about it uh, with the six-month. Um, obviously, uh, the longer we leave that, yeah, we're, yeah. we're getting a bit more uh, soundness out of there. What strain of Brett can we get that geeky? Brugilensis. Cool. Yeah. That's, that seems to be our house Brett that we use. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty happy with it. You know, we've used that from the start, so you can get some nice pineapple and mango yeah. out of that, and then you dry hop on top, and it's, and it's a bit I've of a. Always, I kind of found that never gets too intense. I don't think. Yeah. Like it kind of that stays at that nice mangoey pineapple. Yeah. Clean. It finishes off dry as anything. So like Brent and is the fat kid at the buffet. Like yeah. it eats absolutely <laughs> yeah. everything. It all up. Yeah, uh, and it depends on your barrel too. So if you still got a bit of oak in that barrel, uh, it's gonna rip that out pretty quick. And really? so you get some astringencies from it, and yeah. that comes down to just blending those barrels and getting the right flavor that you want. Awesome. Yeah. I, I, that's one that I really want to try. There's so many Brett beers this year as well. Like yeah. About half a dozen. So. Yeah, it's you ripper. We love slow, Brett. Yeah. yeah. It's a slow grower, but it's I, I love Brett beers. It's something so delicious about Definitely. that funk. It's a sign of the changing market where. Yeah, for sure. And you can, you know, bring that to a festival. Most people will hear them. We're probably going to have some idea what that is, or they're going to learn pretty quickly. And yeah, they're going to find out. Yeah, well, our, 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 was it last year or the well, not last year, but the year before that. Um, our Gab's beer was Funkin' Fresh, which is 100% Brett Ferment beer, yeah, three cool. months, Asian Cabernet. Delicious. Yeah. Got another question. Um, watermelon Warhead. Yep. I keep hearing conflicting view, conflicting <laughs> ideas. Is it going to be packaged or is it not going to be packaged? Yeah, so just to tidy that up, um, <laughs> Beer and Brewer magazine sent me an email just saying, you know, congratulations on the win at CBIA. Uh, what's the plans for it? Um, what, you know, what do you want to do in the future? And I say, well, you know, is it going to be bottled? I'd like to see it in bottle by the end of next year. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see what happens because we're actually shifting our production plan down the road and we're getting a new bottling system. Yeah. Um, and hopefully I'll get one of those old Mahines that we actually bottle with now. Yeah. Um, and we can start actually bottling some funky beer through that uh, and Watermelon Warhead being one of those. They just put out the article and wrote headline, Feral to Bottle it's Watermelon Warhead. It's in, yeah. boys. Like, yeah. Far out. <laughs> Come on. Get a call from brands like, what did you just do? <laughs> okay, that's good. We've, we've clarified that rumor because it's okay. something that a lot of people have been asking. Like, yeah, okay. What's going on? It's one of those that? stories like, that's always bubbling on somewhere. Yeah, well, exactly it's on. definitely going to become a bottled product uh, when, no when that happens. Frame, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Skip the bottles, put it into cans. I can take it to a fucking festival. Well, that's like, the, yeah, that's the whole problem, I mean, we need to buy a, a brand new candy yeah, line yeah. <laughs> to do it, you know, using funky sure, beer. Yeah. Which is fine, system. just do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you're reluctant. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> just just buy me a new canning line. Um, thanks so much for joining us yeah, on the show. No worries. You threw awesome. uh, Battle Fermented Hog, you like cats, you like Brett. This is like our kind of guy. Yeah, we might Everyone just get a third host and you can just get involved. Get involved. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I'm really enjoying this. Uh, I don't know which one I've got back again. I think I've got uh, the, you've got the French oak. French oak back again. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm enjoying it more as it's warmed up. That oak is like a real nice, solid hit right at the start. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I reckon start packaging those funky beers. I reckon next year, Champion Medium Brewery back again. <laughs> I think. Oh. Uh, think. Now you, you'll see two birds uh, burnt down to a crisp. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wilson dead. Um, Can you not burn them down? They're like my local brewery. Yeah, so no, no, well, no We've choice. already established there's plenty going on in Footscray. It's yeah, true. about two birds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks so much for coming on. No yeah, worries. Appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers.
Are we back? We are back. Um, what have you gone for, Glenn? Slightly conscious on battery as well. I think we've got about 10 minutes in us, so which All is right. about right. Do we have backups? No backups. No, in my All infinite right. uh, being a little bit drunk last night and not getting time to do anything today. Although I managed to watch some of the playoffs today, so I don't know how these things Yeah, are. I don't know. You can really blame time management. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, we have the new, the current, the reigning media, yeah. media trophy winner. Yeah, about t- less than 12 hours old, I think. Awesome. <laughs> Glenn, uh, welcome. Thank you very much. Were you excited to win the media award? I was, and I still am. I'm still sort of a bit stunned that um, I actually won. I mean, they read out the nominees, they put your name on the, on the big screen, and I saw my name come up and I went, oh, okay. And then you see the next two names and I go, oh, no, nah, one of them has to win it. And then when, you know, they called my name up and I went up on the stage, it, it was just a blur. Yeah. I mean, James Smith from Crafty was presenting it. And he was saying stuff to me. I have no idea what he was saying <laughs> to me. Cause I just, it's, just it's a really <laughs> intimidating room um, because it's a massive, like there's 400 people or something there, right? And you get on stage and the lights are right on your face and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah, what I think I, doing here? I had the advantage that I think they did it all at the end of the night where I think most people were probably a bit happy, yeah, shall we yeah, say. Okay. And no one but the last three were doing speeches, so I was able to just to shake hands to, with people and have to walk off and not have to worry about um, having to say anything on the microphone. So that yep. was a blessed relief. <laughs> so you submitted five articles. So those don't know the media award, you submit five articles, or up to five, I think, or five pieces of media yes. and get changed yep. on. Um, all from your blog, they were, I think? Uh, I think four were, and one might have was a piece for Crafty Point cool. that I wrote. But you're a journalist in, in the real world, I yes. guess. Um, so, you, and you do some, some beer writing for the paper, but you've submitted all your blog, is that...? Um, I do some. There was a piece I'd written for the paper. I did a brew day at Nomad with um, Sam Caligioni, and I was going to enter that, but realised it had been published on January 1, 2016. Oh, so. <laughs> And the cutoff is December 31st, so I had to sort of... Went Go back to back, Glenn. Get that, keep <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one on, on record. <laughs> no, you'll be, be roped into judge, I think, next year. Oh, well, apparently that's the way it goes, well, yeah. Well, just pick yourself then. Easy. <laughs> Sign him up now. He's done it. 2017 yeah. champ. Um, now that you've, you've won the award, are you going to look to expand your beer writing? Are you going to keep ticking away with blogging? Like, what's your... Um, What's well, your goal? Rival um, podcast, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get a podcast going. I yeah. tried doing a podcast on my phone. I re- spent about two minutes doing it and realized this is just so much harder than I thought and just stopped. <laughs> I got that mistake of where I thought I had to fill up every second of air with words and I said everything I had to say in two minutes and it was done. So, yeah. Maybe that's the future of podcasting, two-minute shows. I've thought about things like that. I tried it once. Yeah, and no one liked f- it. Yeah. Fucking horrible failure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think what I'll do, I just do it for fun, basically. There's no... Um, as you guys may well, there's not a lot of money to be made in blogs or anything like no, that. my bank account. So you've got to do it for... Um, but there is fame attached to it, so you can yeah, really, my, really... I've really added 12 Twitter followers. That, yeah. I've added 12 more Twitter followers since yesterday, that so well. it's that. worked. Oh, that's, actually a, that's a good bump. <laughs> like, <laughs> Man, did you look at your website stats? I did this morning. There's, I think there was like, just today, there's like 200 hits by 11 o'clock, so obviously people wow. are... I don't think I got any bump. I looked and I'm like, fuck, no one gave a shit. But obviously, maybe that's a sign of the changing changing market, maybe. Yeah, well, I think, I guess if you're you know, based in Melbourne, you're, all the Melbourne people already knew you. So, I think being in Wollongong, it'd be like, I heard people saying as I walked up going, Beer is your friend. 
like they didn't know who that was. So yeah, yeah. Like, under that's the radar. probably a good reaction to get. It probably might, if you're walking past that group, <laughs> it might feel negative. But, I mean, it's probably good if no one knows you, but then you're winning an award. That's a whole yeah. new bunch of people that might look you up. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Tell us about Wollongong. There's a few breweries opening up there now. And you've written, I think you've written a couple of things about them. Yep, for, yeah, for a long time it was uh, Illawarra Brewing Company. Uh, and just uh, in December last year, Five Barrels Brewing opened and they've now already expanded into bottles. And just last week, I'd spoken to a guy who's opening another brewery, uh, hopefully by December. So it's gone from basically one to three in less than 12 months. So awesome. Fantastic. And there's a, few, there's a few good sort of craft beer bars there as well, and that's growing as well. So there's, I guess, more of awareness there. Excellent. Will there be an article on you in your own paper? In the, uh, there is. Mercury? I found out this morning, yes. Awesome. <laughs> Which is great, um, right? Because like uh, it... it let people know that there's someone in their city. City? Yeah, yeah city. we're a city, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I, don't know. I imagine you'll like go from t- plus 12 bump to a lot more than that once the article gets published, right? Yeah, and like it lets people know that, that there's good beer to be found and there's people in, the, in their neighbourhood in their city that can direct them there. I think that's a, um, I think it's a good thing, yeah. Yeah, because I do. Well, a, I think having winning an award and yeah, then no, getting an article thing. published is a good thing. <laughs> like hot takes from Luke, left, right and centre. Yeah. Because I do a, a, an occasional okay. <laughs> column for the, for the paper as well about beer. And every now and again, I get a call from someone saying, well, where can I find that beer that you wrote about? So there's obviously people who are reading it and who are actually interested in yeah. trying, you know, a beer made. If I might write about a beer made with, you know, yeast from someone's beard like Rogue did or something like that. And people are curious enough to go, well, I'm not grossed out by that. I actually want to try it. Yeah. Where do I get it from? We just had Bowser from 7 Cent talking about his belly button beer and <laughs> They were sending, they're sending bottles over to the States as a result. They've been on American uh, TV in the last 24 <laughs> hours talking about it, so unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think he, he said, because you know, we talked about damage to the brand and, and that kind of a thing, as people said, you know, it's damaging craft and making it gimmicky, but he said, you know, it's the um, it's getting people interested in it, and like there are people that like, oh shit, what is that? That's weird, and suddenly just get involved. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I think if it's never a bad thing if it gets people talking about it, and people who because even last night you're talking to people there who aren't really that into beer, but they know that it's just, I guess, lager or VB and something, and they define that you know beer can taste like any number of different things. So if it makes people stop and reassess what a beer t- what beer tastes like or what beer means, that can only be a good thing. Mm. Has to be definitely. How's your gab festival going so far? It's going really well. Um, I breaking the rules, having dessert before everything else. Yeah, right. right. I did. I sort of had the idea of last two years. I realised I wasn't going to do paddles. I just thought I'm just going to treat it like a big bar yep. and just walk up and say, "Oh, I want to try that one." Yeah. Um, but I just I had a, a paddle first up because they were dessert beers and they were like nine percent, and I just thought yeah, yeah. having a full glass of five nine percent beers at midday is not smart. Um, but beyond that, yeah, I'm just walking around. If I see something that takes my fancy, I'll get a glass. Any beers stand out so far? Um, of any of the ones I've had, there was the Big Shed Cherry Ripe Porter. Oh yep, which couple I, of Cherry Ripe beers you yeah, see. That one seems to be side by side there. Yeah, yeah, that one seems to be the. Because I made a homebrew blend, version yeah. for myself for to enter in a competition, but I never did because I liked it too much to let anyone else have any. <laughs> um, so I was keen to sort of see what a professional brewer would do with it, and that one I sort of really liked. And I'm having the um, Mildura substitution. Oh, the I, made the, with. Potatoes and grapefruit. And I believe so. Yeah, it's the almost like the um, 
post-apocalyptic global warming thing. Yeah, yeah, I like the, I like the concept behind Good it. Idea. It's actually yeah. if you can't get any of the ingredients, what can you do to make the beers? And what so are I your thoughts? They they still use tops in it, which I think I had to cut out for, for uh, space let's have a reason. look. They do. Uh, I don't think it's listed there though. Pink, no, well it's like hey, grapefruit, pink grapefruit or, or hops. Yeah, yeah. So I think the answer is hops. Yeah. Um, so it's tasting. It 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 tastes like a beer. Okay. It That's doesn't good. it yeah. doesn't it doesn't taste like potato. That's sort of. Um, so you're <laughs> saying we don't need to panic about global warming then? I think we should, but that okay. <laughs> but no. the beer would suggest that you don't they might have not be to, able to grow yeah. potato. That's Good point. That's That's a very good grapefruit, point. I imagine. I don't know. I don't know how to grow grapefruit. Um, Dave, you're drinking a Brett beer. I'm drinking a Brett beer. Yeah, I know. We spoke about Brett beers earlier. Uh, I've got the. I can't even remember what it was. Uh, we've got one, one, two, one, one, three. Um, I'm drinking the um, Watts River. Watts River Brett Pale Ale. It smells very, very bready, but it really is just a very clean, um, dry pale ale. Yep. Delicious. You're drinking the Waywood. What do you think of that? It's good. It's really good. I really enjoyed I, it too, I, yeah. This could be my, my pick so far of, of the beers. We've it's only had delicious. a couple, so it's going, all, it's going yeah, early. Like, yeah. I'm calling it early. Okay, all right. Um, it's really good. But I think both are really good. And I like think that one's got, uh, it just says here it's got an addition of oatmeal to give it the extra mouthfeel, and I think that's really uh, a mm. good uh, element of that beer. The pineapple's there, but not present yep like not just loaded it's with like pineapple. funky pineapple yeah yeah it's really really like i can drink with some pineapple. so far today. we've had some pretty outstanding beer so far so um all right doing very um, well let's wrap this up all right let glenn get back to enjoying the festival and glenn's enjoying some from the gong he won a gong <laughs> thanks for coming <laughs> on the how show how long have you been yeah. sitting on that one Dave? uh since we said Wollongong earlier yeah okay <laughs> okay <laughs> congratulations on the win again um it's really like oh yeah really stoked to to see your name up there and, and get Cheers. the Cheers, oh my, thank you very much. Good to have you on the awesome. show. See ya. Cheers. Welcome back, everybody. I'm sitting here with uh, Nick from Sydney, who has been through how many beers so far? Uh, I've knocked off Container A, so that'll be 60. Container A is done. And I mean... Uh, we've already gotten to the stage where it's 2.30 in session one, so it's already been two and a half hours. So I reckon you probably, aren't, you probably haven't hit as many as you would have liked to in the first two and a half hours. Am I right in saying that? I mean, you know, I like to knock off both containers on day one, so we, we might be on pace. You okay, never know. fair <laughs> enough. So Nick, from Sydney, back home, who are your favourite breweries to uh, attend and pick up their beers from? Over in Sydney, I'm a big fan of uh, Riverside over in Parramatta. Fair enough. Good brewery. I like uh, Batch in Marrickville. It's another great one. And uh, honestly, James Squire. I know that's a bit of a more mainstream, but hey, if you like you know it, you like work it. There, you can pop in, and you can. Uh, there's always something interesting on tap at the very least. Too right. All right. So I imagine if you like Riverside, you must also like Akasha as well, eh? From oh, Five for sure, for sure. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so I don't think anybody is in the building who's tried as many beers as you have today. So <laughs> let me, can you give me a rundown of some of your favorites thus far? So I think uh, some of the highlights from Container A would have okay. to be uh, number 12, which is Bacchus Brewing Co's up. Oh, Peanut Brittle Ghost. Okay, so like, let me put this past you. It's, it's put down as easy drinking. Would you agree with that? Uh, I think it might be a moderately challenging because okay. there's a little bit of sourness. There's definitely some saltiness. But, uh, I mean, straight away, you smell it, peanut butter, you taste it, it's all there. They like. pretty much always uh, deliver what's on the label, right, from Bacchus? Yeah, 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 for sure. What else did you love? Uh, all right, we got number 20, Beery Ripe. I mean, there's two Cherry Ripe beers. There's mm -hmm. number 20 and there's number, I think it's 16 or 17. It really is a festival for the uh, dessert beer lover, isn't it? Oh, definitely, definitely. 
Yeah, 16 was the cherry ripe beer, but uh, I think 20 takes it for the... Uh, you bite into a cherry ripe, that's what you taste. That's the experience you're getting. All right, big shed. Get the chocolates, so to speak, on the Chocolate Beer Awards. Okay, cool. Next up. Uh, I think 29, if you like a bit of a sweet beer that's... 29, Prison Brewing Company's not so Pavlova heavy. Lover. I get it. It's a Pavlova Ale. Um, take us through it. What did you feel? I mean, look, it, it's not... You know, it's one of those dessert beers, but it's not particularly chocolatey. It's still fairly light, easy drinking. But yeah, lots of... Uh, it smells like a bag of strawberries and cream lollies. Right, okay. But it has that sort of mouthfeel where you put a bit of lactose in a beer, give it a bit of, uh, you know... And that's where you might get the uh, meringue ring through a little definitely, bit? Definitely, definitely. All right, good one. Next up. Uh, number 38. That's, 38 uh, is Crouch's Black Forest Sour. Yeah, Okey I think that's definitely a challenging beer, but I think uh, it's got a bit of breadth, but not too much. Okay. And uh, yeah, that combo of sort of tartness, sweetness, and the uh, uh, the, the description. It's uh, it would it conjures up sort of like dark fruits. It's Merlot barrel, so to get much of the barrel out of it. Yeah, I think uh, there is definitely some hints of sort of red wine and a bit of that barrel aged flavour. It's uh, it's probably not one you'd session on, but it's it's very tasty. Sure, a fun little one there. <laughs> Let me ask you this: What have you really not enjoyed so far? Oh, okay. Let's, I don't think uh, all these brewers are pretty thick skinned Let's scroll down to the ones that I've given some maybe lower ratings okay, to. Like, we don't need to hear the ratings if you don't want to <laughs> give them, but let's just hear the. Uh, I'll, I'll say that I wasn't a huge fan of Batch's Marrickville Pork Roll. I like Batch Brewing. Yep. But uh, it was kind of like drinking a very thin lager that had some sort of cucumber and coriander infused into it. Right. Not, not fabulous. So maybe if you like that, it might be worth a try, but yeah, it didn't quite yeah. work out for Nick. Okay. And, uh, number 34, uh, Cher's Golden Pineapple IPA. I feel like it was probably a little overbitted for the body. It was very, very bitter. I right, mean, okay. Drinkable, but my mates who are not big hop heads kind of just couldn't quite handle it. Ditched it. How did the um, pineapple come through? I think it was just so bitter, it kind of overpowered a lot of other flavors. And that was the problem. I think you, you have a good, like, Galaxy Pineapple Blend IPA to be nice, but uh, it was maybe a little overbitted. All right. <laughs> How about give us one more that didn't quite make the cut? Well, I'd say number 10, but it's been scratched since, so I'm sure it didn't make the cut. Oh, since? <laughs> um, oh, dear. So Okey maybe that was the ice block. All right. Number 36, Colonial Brewing's Reuben Sandwich. Again, well, it was kind of... Well, that's, uh, that's quite a... It uh, was divisive with my mates. Oh, some, some them, loved it, did they? Yeah, some said they, they quite enjoyed. You know, they got a bit of uh, a meaty flavor and stuff, but for me, it was almost kind of like a... Just a pale ale with a bit of pickle juice at the end. Oh, which right. well, some of those like uh, polarizing <laughs> beers really make people happy and it really creates a big discussion point. So, all right, Nick, this is what I'm going to ask you. A lot of the times you'll find that post gabs, a lot of bars will feature some of the festival beers on tap to try and get through some kegs. What are the two must-try beers that you've had so far? Oh, uh, I think... Uh Honestly, number twenty, that beery ripe I talked about before. That's oh, right. got to be a to getting one of the must nods. try. A must try. And what's your second choice? And I think if you're looking for something really interesting, uh, maybe number one, Walter White. Two oh, Brothers okay, brewery. from Two Brothers. Sure. Yeah, that, that uh, Imperial Wheat beer. I think a lot of people might overlook it because it's number one. But did you get much gin from it? I did. I got a bit of that, you know, like elderberry kind of like. Uh, uh, juniper, elderflower, very nice. Interesting. All right. Well, there are your uh, two must-try selections thus far from Nick, Two Brothers Walter White, and the uh, Big Shed Beery Ripe Porter. Thank you very much, Nick, for taking part. I hope you enjoy the rest of the festival. No worries. Thank you. Have a good one.
Don't you hate it when you finish editing a podcast and you realise you forgot to wrap it up? Uh, we recorded the what you just heard just over a week ago now at Gab's Festival. For those people not in Australia or New Zealand, they're probably a little bit confused about what Gab's Festival is. Um, I don't know, Google it. I, it's late here and... Um, yeah, it just dawned on to me there's no wrap-up. Um, we had a great time afterwards. Dave and I, yeah, really enjoyed Gab's Festival as a whole. Um, it's a great event. I guess there does need to be some full disclosure that I do a little bit of work for the guys at the festival. I think we mentioned it on the podcast, but, you know, just in case anyone's going to accuse me of being a shill, um, I was a fan of the festival long before I worked for them. Yeah, it was a good time. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, we had to rush off and didn't get a chance to to record the outro um anyway thanks for listening and i will see you back maybe in two weeks time with an episode from the wheaty in adelaide dave and i are heading to a conference to discuss podcasting we've been invited along which is a little bit weird given how amateur our whole setup is but you know we'll take it that'll give us a chance to get to adelaide and and catch up with our website sponsor the wheat sheaf hotel so um i'm looking forward to that because those guys are big supporters of of good beer until then we'll see you later